Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Batcast. I um, <laughs> Sam, it's been 10 minutes. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> Good. I got a Coca-Cola now. Yes, you need on. that caffeine, right? Ah, yes, that caffeine. Um, dude, I'm, I'm now, I'm not drinking a lot of pop right now, but when I am drinking, I usually, I'm going to the gas station and getting a, a cream soda Dr. Pepper because yep. I just really, really love cream soda Dr. The, Pepper. Uh, so in our the lounge that the, I go into, they have a soda machine, and right. it's that one you can kind of choose what you want to do. And so, yeah. like, uh, I'll get like a little to kind of make it not as bad. I'll just do a little bit of the soda water, so like you know, just water right, with right, right. carbonation. But then I'll add whatever syrup I want, and it's right. kind of nice because I put like a little Coca Cola cherry or a little Coca Cola right. with <laughs> vanilla, or whatever. And I'm just like, ah, this is life. Uh, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine turned me on to um, when I would go to Sonic in the morning, I stopped getting Coke or like soda and I was getting um, a water with cherry or strawberries and lime. And what they would, they would squeeze and put in a lime and they would put actual strawberry chunks in it mm-hmm. and with a little bit of the syrup. But it was, and that was it. But it was just, wa- it was mostly water. Yeah. And so then when you got down to the end of it, you had these chunks of... Just a little flavor. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was like... Basically LaCroix. Well, no, because it didn't, <laughs> it didn't have LaCroix. the soda water to I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. Good, I know. Nice one. Yeah. Um, you played the all same games you played five minutes ago? Yep. Okay. Yeah, not Just much has changed there. Um, if, you have, if you want oh, an update Oh, and Animal on Crossing. That, an animal... <laughs> Give me an update on your Animal Crossing. I did expand doing? my house, so I've got an extra room on the back now. Oh, okay. Or Kai's house, I guess. Kai's house. Um, so you guys know. are just sharing? A... Yeah, we're just sharing an account and everything. Well, you didn't. So he didn't add a second house onto mm-hmm. it. Okay. No. Uh, I mean, there is a second house, but it's not. It's like what the one that my youngest uses. Okay. Um, but I mean, that's it. I guess we're trying to get the uh, music person there, KK something. Yeah, KK Slider. We're trying to get him there. Um, which I'm not really doing any of the stuff to do it. I'm just like, eh, no, I'm just going to keep digging up fossils. You naturally stuff. do the stuff anyways. Because you'll, you'll, like, you'll hit a point like, yeah, so let's see if we can get a new villager here. And that's basically just doing what stuff is, is how, gotcha. how to get there. Yeah. It's a little funny because it's like I kind of like enjoy it like multiple days in a row and then I fall off. Right. I'm like, eh, well, it's, a good it's game all the that. same stuff. And then I come back and I'm like, oh, this is just nice because I can just turn off my brain Dig in the dig up the fossils, fish for the fish. Logan Logan has become obsessed with fishing in the game. And um, the other night I took, I guess he hasn't updated anything in his house and he's just had the one room for the entirety of the time he's been playing it. And he's been, he's filled up the entire storage in, the, in his house. And they were talking about that. And I, I said, I was tired of them fighting over it. It's like, I'm going to reformat the whole damn island and separate everything and do some stuff and they didn't believe me well one night this past week i went through and started just taking everything down moving stuff putting it in storage when you get off the plane and walk into our island the whole thing is now completely different than it was and they woke up the next morning they're like uh what's going on i, was like, I told you guys so I've been slowly just pecking away at it. You've got a line in the middle of the island. Oh, and you said, this is your side. So that's your so side. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, the way I'm going to have it formatted is the bottom right corner where the community center is, is going to be where the shop, the two shops and all the um, people live. And then the top half is kind of in like an L shape. I'm going to split that in half. You guys do whatever the hell you want on one side and do whatever you want on the other side. Right. But I, when they were telling me all this stuff and Logan goes, dad, can I, can I be on animal crossing at 10 o'clock tonight? And I was like, 
What? No. Why do you want to be on Animal Crossing at 10 o'clock? There's a fish that you can only catch between 9 and mm, 4 a.m. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, this weekend, and then like for the rest of the day, man, it's like the one fish I really, 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 really want. And I was like, what fish is it? And he's like, the barrel eye. And I'm like, we're talking. And he's like, can you try and catch it for me? I'm like, no, you can wait. So he goes to bed, and Monica and I are getting ready for bed. It's like 11 o'clock at night, and I grab the switch, and I'm like, I'll give it one go. Yeah, and within twenty on. minutes, I caught I caught the fish he wanted. Nice. But then I I couldn't do anything with it. His entire inventory was full, and I couldn't put anything in his house. Oh dang! And I was like, so I got a my name where I have a stockpile of eight million bells, and I moved two million of it over to his name, upgraded his house twice, and then maneuvered some things and uploaded like cleared out his inventory cleaned all his crap up and then I left him with over a million bells and he was and so the next morning um, I said hey Logan caught you your barrel eye and he's like yes thank you whatever I was like also I upgraded your house twice what <laughs> yes also you have over a million bells in your what <laughs> I was like and then Austin's like where did you get all that money that fast like what are you doing like where how did you make what that you money doing on the side? well he goes what did you do last night how did you make all that money last night and I'm like don't ask questions. Like he doesn't need to know that. Don't just, ask questions you I, don't want to be. Uh, yeah, I just ganked it out of my own account. Like here you go, but like whatever. But no, he was super excited about that. He's uh, partnering with Butterpup to sell drugs on the side. Oh yeah, well, well Butterpup has to be a drug dealer. You see how peppy she is uh-huh. every morning. So, and I'm like, what you drinking there, Butterpup? <laughs> right. Well, see, that's <laughs> the like joke. Long Island. That's the joke online. If you look at it, it's like. Nobody drinks out of that type of glass at 6 a.m. <laughs> Unless you have something else in the glass. Yeah. Hey, good for her. Um, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. What's really interesting, I have played um, a little bit of, which I was actually playing before you got here, Flight Simulator. Oh. I'm doing the tutorials okay. on it, trying to learn. because How I'm is like, that? It's very interesting. Like I said, mostly I've just done the tutorials. Have you flown over your house? I tried to, and apparently I did stole you, the plane. Did you now. land in the uh, Lee Summit Airport? I took off from the Lee Summit. That's airport. awesome! It does I, it so, exist. So it does. Oh my god! So when you That's when you get cool. it loaded up, and depending on how long it takes before you leave, I might load it up just so you can see it. Um, it takes a while to open the damn game up, um, but the game tells me my computer is good enough to run it at max settings. Oh. I pulled nice. it. I backed it down to medium because I didn't want to overwork my entire computer for that. <laughs> Just set it on fire. Right. But like Boom. you load in and it says pick an airport and you type a city name and it'll give you the list of closest airports. I typed in Lee Summit and it was right there. That's incredible. And then I was like destination MCI. There it is. So I was just could take off from there and go to, to do it. That's um, awesome. Right. So I'm like. Do you fly by? I, okay, we, we need, we're going to, I don't want to dive too deep in this. Let, when you're, we're done here, I just want to look at some things. Okay, that's fine. But, but it does take a little bit. So, um, but no, uh, it, what's interesting is I read it, I was watching an, a guy who's an actual pilot who was doing a podcast with some people and they were like, so what's your opinion? He goes, I love it. I've been a flight simulator fan for forever. And he's like on this new one, the reports where I was like, wow, this is really does what it kind of looks and feels like. And he says, is honestly kind of like what Animal Crossing was earlier in the year for a lot of people. This has become for some people, yeah. Because it, it, like, it takes a while to fly, yeah, from one state to another in this game, and people are loading it up, setting their yeah. coordinates and going and flying, and then they're just sitting back and yeah. chilling out. And I'm like, that totally makes sense. So funny enough, my dad has his pilot's license. Oh, does and he? And back in the day, yeah, he back in the day he he played, not I don't know if it was the original flight, something, but this is the one that it's like. 
Atari graphics right, flight right, simulator. Right, right. He played that one back in the day before he had his pilot's license. And I mean, I remember him like, you know, doing the stuff and like, you know, playing with it. And like, it was really hard for me to like play with and like take off and land. And, you know, there was all this stuff you had to put your flaps on. You know, it's just one of those things right. where it's, it's flight simulator. But I remember it looking so ganky. So whenever this came out, I sent him the review. Right. And I was like, check this out. And he looked at it and he goes, whoa. He's like, I may have to just get this instead of paying <laughs> the fees it costs to rent. Like, cause he flew right. on like little Cessnas and everything right. to fly and everything. Just sit at home and play it. And yeah. Just get which I don't same. think he ever would. I mean, it would right. be interesting if he did, but he was just like, wow, that's incredible. Right. So if you, if you're like really into that and you had a wheel and, um, pedals you, and right. You had like, yeah. like a whole spiel and you put VR on and did this in VR Oh, dude, man. I couldn't imagine playing this with your Oculus. Just be like, dude, yeah, like this is this is awesome. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I I've talked to you know kind of in our messenger area, and I'm like, simulator games are not my my bag. It's not right, right, it's right. not something I'm ever interested in because it's just one of those things. I'm like, why? Like, I don't right. know. But now, good on those people that enjoy it. It's and I'm glad that they exist, but they're not for me. Right. But I think I can I can appreciate the amount of right like work that went into this game to have everything that it has in it right it's insane well it's funny because um when i first do, I started doing racing simulation games 10 15 years ago at this point um a buddy of mine was like hey you know i do this you ever thought about doing it and i'm like dude i used to play the nascar sim racing games all the time they're stupid yeah. like and that's coming from somebody who likes racing and writes likes nascar i'm like dude you just push x and go you know you just hold down the button you accelerate and you go and he goes that's not what this game is. It's a sim game. And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Like he goes, well, if you can find the game for cheap, let me know and we'll talk about it. And I found it for like 12 bucks online and I got it installed and I'm like, okay. So he goes like, load in to Daytona and just go. And I'm like, okay. So I started doing it. And like within the first or second turn, (laughs) swung the car around and wrecked into the wall. And I was like, what the hell just happened? He goes, yeah. he goes, well, how hard did you turn? I'm like, what do you mean? How hard did I turn? He's like, he's like, okay, do this track. And he's, it was worse. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, this shouldn't be like, I'm trying to tap on the brake. He's like, you can't just tap on the brake. You need to figure out your entrance and exit points into each turn and start slowing down going in yeah. and figure out your apex is speeding out. He goes, plus, and then he started like rattling off, like, what's your camber at? What's your... You know, what are your spoiler settings at? And like, what is your RPM? I'm like, what the hell are yeah. you like? He goes, no, you need to understand. Basically this the thing is... that games take care of you. If you just like racing games, right. like if you like, <laughs> just like racing games, not sim games, right. it's like, that's all taken care of for you. Cause right. they're like, you just want to race. You don't want to have to think about all this stuff. But for people that like sim games. Right. Yeah. Oh, he was like, goodness. he's like you. So we, I, when I joined the racing league, it was very much like, okay, we have a, if you have a setup for this game, this is the base setup everybody's given. You're free to change on it. So it's a setup that will let you be a little bit competitive, but won't let you win. So you, you join teams with people, just like in real life, we're like, all right, run your lap. And we had there was always one guy on the team that would tell you to make certain changes. And, man, you loaded up the settings that you would have to change on your card. And the only way they would go into effect is if you made a pit stop. And it was like, I want, I don't know what half this shit means. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, well, tell me what the car is doing. And he would literally run a lap. And I'm like, it's pushing here. Cause I, I knew the terms and I knew what the feel was. Right. And I would tell him and he said, okay. 
um, make these changes. And I was like, he's like, okay. He goes, you need to enter. Okay. I think this is beyond changes. This is driver. When you go, he's like, you need to brake earlier. You need to accelerate quicker. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then it got like really intense and really that's a, like, that's a simulator for you. Right. And I was like, okay, now I know the difference between simulation and picking up, you know, it, which was funny because I used to always love Gran Turismo. Yeah. I never understood any of the, the weird settings on it. Once I started playing like per, competitive sim racing on the computer, I was like, that's what all that crap was on like GT that I just totally ignored. And wasn't if you sure. want to get into the nitty gritty, you can. Yes. Um, let's go ahead and get into this. Yeah. Because I got shit I want to talk about. Um, first of all, Call of Duty Black Ops World. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War announced that's a that's a name um straight sequel to the first black ops did you watch the trailer yeah i did watch it see the the cg uh yeah reagan ronald reagan <laughs> which is so yeah. weird i don't know i've watched it a couple times and i'm like watching him talk and i'm like i know that's i know that's somebody doing an impersonation of reagan a very good impersonation uh-huh. of reagan but watching his lips move and i'm just like i don't know what i'm looking at this is super weird this is really weird but then it just goes back to looking like normal Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. I think like another uh, battle map or whatever it's called. Warzone map. Yeah, another Warzone map, maybe. Well, I might have missed that. I thought they were just going to keep promoting Warzone and use that as. Well, it looked uh, like there was like a at the very end there was a desert map that they were riding. Um, carts uh, around it. What was it? They and did? people are speculating that it might be another Warzone map. What was um. Ooh. That'd be cool. Like and add it on to. So like, hey, existing. you jump into Warzone. Do you want to play mm-hmm. Black Ops Warzone or do you want to play? Or similar to like PUBG, how it has like the rotating map. Right. So Well, right. But you're talking about 80s era tech versus mm-hmm. modern tech. They can do it. If you jump into that map, you use 80s. Well, that's what I mean. Into, yeah. do you, which version yeah. do you want yeah, to yeah. play? And maybe swap the two even. Mm-hmm. I think that would be that, that. That I would have fun with. Yeah. And with Warzone aspect being free. Exactly. Seems like a no-brainer. Right. Just make a standard multiplayer just for that game and mm-hmm. your normal campaign mm-hmm. and go from there. Um, anywhere on your radar? No, don't care. Mm-hmm. Probably not. It'll be one of those if it releases. Ye- if Warzone releases for free, I'll play it with you guys. You surprised the hell out of me when the first words out of your mouth the other night when we got on to play was, you want to play some Warzone? And I was like, I kind of do, but I wasn't expecting you to say that. <laughs> it's a fun game to get into and just like pop up pick and play right you know what i mean and better than um sometimes a PUBG in my mind because i feel like you're a little bit more for there's a little bit it's a little bit more forgivable right as like with the gulag and then also picking up and you know calling your uh players back in i was like it's kind of it's easier it's more relaxing right. versus PUBG. it's like oh shoot well you're gone now you're just gonna be hanging out right until the rest there's of your a lot does. of dead time yeah whereas in i think Warzone, it's yeah, it's quick. It's more like Fortnite in the terms of it's mm-hmm. get you in, get you out, get you back in. Yeah. Um, big news for 343 Studios, especially with all the other crap going on with Bungie, or not with Bungie, with um, uh, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite being delayed. They have brought back um, a Bungie veteran, Joseph Staten, who apparently was working at Microsoft and they already, and they just brought him in to help shore up Halo Infinite. Um he is one of the original guys from Bungie who worked on the first couple games. I don't think he was a writer or something. Is that what you said? Yes, I believe so. Um, they also brought back, and I lost the name, Pierre Heinz, who headed up publishing duties 
on the Master Chief collection. Who so they have brought both of these play people in to write the ship of Halo Infinite. I don't know, whatever. Um, you and I were talking. Do you think what effects do you think this is actually going to have on Halo Infinite? Well, kind of whenever before we started getting talking on this, and I said, do you think this is a good sign or a bad sign? And it makes me a little bit concerned because to bring a, a, a lead writer or whatever he was before on the other Halo games in now, it's like, you seem a little bit late into right. the, like, the development cycle. And maybe I'm sure there is more that he did for those first Halo games as well. Um, so I know they, you know, people have been brought in to kind of say, okay, let's get this mobilized and move the direction we need it to. And maybe there are just some areas that they're like, we need to tighten this. We need to tighten this. They didn't give a time frame next year. They mm -hmm. just said to 2021. Yeah, 2021. So maybe these guys get in and they're like, maybe we should change some things. And yeah. It adds a little more time. Um, what I was wanting to say when we were talking about it was, I think while I think Staten more than Heinz will actually probably have a say in some things and like trying to help them shore up some stuff. I feel like both of these moves are more a publicity hires and moves. I think it's more good PR for them to show they're working on it. And while I think they're actually going to be a part of it, I, at this, like you said, at this late yeah. into production, I don't know how much of what they're doing is ultimately to make major changes as more as it is make to people say, feel a better about it right basically. it's that I'm just saying, extra okay. bit of security for halo fans to go yeah okay hey at least they're working on something so maybe so i mean it very well could be um but i don't know maybe i don't know I, it's so hard because i don't know where infinite is i don't know where nobody does no i know <laughs> like i mean other than the trailer that we saw or the gameplay trailer that they showed but here's um, the problem with that. They told you, they told us that the gameplay trailer was an older build mm -hmm. running on a PC. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't even tell us. No, it doesn't tell us much about production. where. Right, but it was one of those that it kind of was like, okay, here's a gameplay piece of the you know of Halo Infinite. This is what we got. It didn't it didn't look particularly good at that. You know, it's showing. You're kind of like, oh, this looks rough, um, especially for Halo. You know, being their flagship title, um, and then it, now it's gone completely dark. And nothing. And you and I were just chit chatting before, you know, uh, Microsoft was technically, they said they were going to have some announcements in August. They've got two days and they've not said a word. Right. Nothing. So I speculated that this is maybe because a lot of their marketing was going to be around talking about Halo Infinite and the multiplayer, which they had kind of said that this is what they were going to speak about. And so if they're not even able to give us like a little tidbit of information, I don't know, man, this is like getting dire well, at this you know, point and you you said i might have been a little overreaction but i feel like this hurt them more than they are putting on because they wrapped everything around halo mm -hmm. this is our launch title this yeah. is our this is our well and i said it you know coming down here as well like for right now for me i, I don't have a reason to get either console I, there's right. nothing that moves the needle that makes me super excited about like playstation 5 or xbox series x there's nothing there's nothing nothing that i'm like Oh, I have to have that. Um, and Halo, I mean, since it's going to be on the, you know, Xbox One and, you know, One X and all that as well, um, kind of knowing that I'll be able to download and play that, I mean, that's great, but they don't even have that now. So, I mean, I, I got nothing. I got no right. reason to pick up either one. And 
I'm just going to kind of see how the chips are going to fall. And I don't know. I hope it looks better than it did whenever they decide to show it again. I'm, man, I just, my biggest hope was like, literally they're going to show the gameplay. And yes, it didn't show well. It did not show well when they showed it. And it seemed, I was like, oh, but you know what they could have done? Like I totally was like, they should release a multiplayer beta next week just, for a week and just yeah. say boom here's the multiplayer beta that would get people being like oh man okay yeah it doesn't look great but like that would get the the, the story changed from the gameplay looks subpar to now oh here's the multiplayer stuff this is hey this is halo it's good it's fun even if it's one map where everybody's just playing Something. team deathmatch over yeah. and over again um this kind of leads into the next thing um you know, real quick, you know what's really interesting about with how bad that showed? They still are using it as promotional footage for everything. The from the the demo, like the the zoom in on mm-hmm. the one guy that nobody likes and mm-hmm. like there's still like here's our ads for Xbox One X. I, was, I haven't even actually seen any ads. Really? For oh, the One X yet. Twitter and well, it's not for Halo. It, I think is more what it is. They're just mm. like little snippets, but they just keep promoting the Halo. And it's like, man, y'all keep showing the same clip of the same part where everybody's bitching at you for like, yeah. is this really the the push you're trying to make? Like maybe find a different piece. You have you have great games that you can montage and mm. not be this right. one clip from Halo. Well, it's actually funny. I think I was scrolling on Twitter today and somebody um, was showing uh, – footage or pictures from halo 5 and i was like looking through that and i was like it's sad a little bit because it does look better it does in areas where i'm just like that looks good yeah this what we saw did not look so great um expectations are always high everybody gets so hyped for next gen that like i don't think most anybody ever immediately thinks about the fact that you're not gonna get true next gen in the first like year or two, unless somebody is making a, a legit console exclusive, which even then's going to be somewhat better because it's going to have different features that it's able to do like the speed and stuff like that. You're going to get that, but you don't ever see the true graphical change until like the last year of the con- mm-hmm. last two years of the console, like last of us two and ghost of Tsushima for PlayStation four. Yeah. Like everybody's like, these games are freaking gorgeous. Yeah. You wouldn't have gotten those in the first two years of, right. but it's because yeah, it, of it takes a while to learn how to develop on the hardware. And so, like one of the knocks that these like people are, well, you know, and I'll even use Halo Infinite as a, a thing. You're making a game that's supposed to be able to work on both, and if if all you're doing is changing settings to make it work from one to the other, and it's the first twenty four months of a console life, y'all need to in your expectations of what you're expecting to get call of duty madden nba these big yearly release titles the first if, if one of them drops in the first year or two of a console mm-hmm. life y'all need to just relax they're gonna get parts of it. they're gonna look better yeah but like and somebody was like man they they touted ps5 graphics for the call of duty trailer but it's not like i'm like well, it's a game that's being released. It's, it was the same argument I had for Halo. It's a game you're releasing on the Xbox Series X, but it also needs to run on the Xbox One. Call of Duty's being released on all these next-gen consoles, but it also has to run on... And they're not making two entirely different builds. Mm-hmm. 
it has to be able to be upscaled to do whatever. And it's like, which is, which is kind of like my issue with why Microsoft wasn't doing any console exclusives. If you have a console that is, you're touting the power of the, the system, make something to show it. Don't just keep relying on the, the well, games. Well, I think at this point we can kind of honestly say they put all their eggs in the Halo Infinite basket. Yeah. And that basket obviously had a hole in it. And now they're kind of just left with their pants down to say, well, crap. Right. We don't have anything. What? So we're going to have to, you know, monetize Game Pass, which is excellent. You know, it's an excellent service, but it's not doesn't show well that there's nothing. Right. You're like, here's the Xbox Series X. What did I play on it? I mean, third parties are going to, like you said, it's going to be cross-gen type stuff. The um, new Assassin's Creed Valhalla will play on, you know, the One X and the Xbox One. and right. But it'll also play on the Series X, and it'll look better on the Series X, you know, ideally. And, um, you know, uh, similar with PS4, you know, kind of like you're saying the Call of Duty. It's going to play on both. And it's probably going to look better on the PlayStation 5. It's not going to be head and shoulders above it, but it'll look better if you put them side by side. Right. So, how many years do you think it's going to take into the console lifestyle before lifestyle, life cycle cycle, before either of these systems have a game where you go shit? This is the next generation. Um, I think loading time wise, you're going to get it on both. Yeah, I think you'll see it with that because you know jumping in and out of these games, and even my, you know Microsoft has shown jumping between games, and that's pretty awesome. Of like just saying it puts it in a safe state and be like, oh man, awesome, boom. And with what the PlayStation Five has shown, like. The idea of like loading into a game and having it be almost instantaneous is really cool. Um, and then possibly no loading screens or very minimal load loading is awesome. Um, but it'll be a feature that is you'll you'll be like that's nice, and then it'll be the new quality of life. So you'll like probably right. not notice it as much. You'll be right. like, oh, it's there. And then when you go back to the old thing, you'll be like, gosh, this takes forever to right. load. But you know you won't notice it when you have the new stuff. Um, but I think Halo Infinite. Um, you know, you made a. I think you make a really good point that this was going to be a series that was going to be cross-gen. It's coming over. It's being delivered on both. So although it's another uh, entry into the Halo series, it wasn't going to be like, whoa, I can't imagine this being on anything else except for the Series right. X. So Halo 5 came out in 2015. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't on 360. It was just on yeah. Xbox. Correct. Uh, one mm -hmm. um i'm sorry i'm just when i have to Naming think about conventions i know um so that was three years after release mm -hmm. do you think that was probably the first big xbox one game where it was like dude this is massive this is showing you the horsepower of the system because like mm -hmm. infamous second not second son whatever the infamous was came out about two years after release and that was like showing off the lighting and the particle mm -hmm. effects of the PS4. I think three. I think three years is where you're going to get your first game. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm feeling, you know. And to be and to be completely honest, the first time on the PlayStation Four that I said "Whoa" was the new God of War. Right. To be completely honest, like and something like blew me away when I fought um, Balder. Yeah, Balder, Balder. The first time, and he like kicked him and he flew back through all the trees i was like whoa like 
that was something I'd not really seen a game do of some type of like what felt like a cinematic cinematic cutscene that I was actually playing. Right, because it because it it varied between the two. Yeah, it went from exactly, and then whenever the open world came about and the world serpent was there and just everything that you were doing, I was like, this was like, holy crap! So that, that came was, that came out in two thousand eighteen. Yeah, so that's five years into the life cycle. So, I mean, I think three years is a good point because they've got the hardware that they know are kind of more comfortable with working on. But I think until you see that, like, big drop of something, I mean, I just can't think of anything specific on Xbox. But God of War was the first one that I remember just being like, holy smokes. Right. I mean, now, granted, I Tower Falls what I got it for. And, uh, <laughs> which is still Which, you know, graphically, thing. you could play that on a Nintendo probably. Right. So, uh, but that was a blast. And I will say, I do think there's a very good possibility uh, Fable will maybe that game. Be that. Well, see, and that's what I was going to ask. Was what game is going to be? Three four games out. Or th- I'm sorry, three, three to four, four years. years. Three to four years out, I bet. See, and that's, and that's kind of why. So I don't think um, Miles Morales, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to graphically blow anybody away. No. It's going uh, to be look a little better. Yeah. But, and I'm still betting on it being released on PS4. I still think you're going to have that same generosity. thing. I think like because they kept using Spider-Man as a example for the loading times and how fast this stuff moves now, I think that's more where you're going to see more of a seamless transition mm-hmm. of doing stuff uh, in Spider-Man. But like but that's why I think it's important like that Sony's showing Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. They're saying this can't run on a PS4. It can only run on the X or on the PS5. And they are. Sh- I don't even remember if that's a holiday game or if that's next uh, they, year. They're saying um, launch window, launch window, whatever that means. That can easily get delayed. Yeah, you, know, you can't. And who knows? You know, they've been because they were asked. Uh, there was a, a video for um, something at Gamescom, and they were just like, and I think it was for the an Xbox game. It was like launch window, which people are like, saying that that people are saying that can be anywhere from when the console releases to March. Right. Launch window. Right. Which I'm like, how does that That's work? Stupid, but I don't whatever. Know. But well, yeah, whatever. I'm just like, okay. Um so I, yeah, I don't I'm not expecting anything to blow my mind. But mm-hmm. but what I was saying about Russian Clank, sorry, was that they are making a game. Insomniac's like, That's it. It's not on P it's on any other system. We're trying to show you the graphical fidelity and more importantly, what the hard drive allows us to do with this mm-hmm. this thing. And I and mm-hmm. while it's a launch window game, it's good to have that one game. Yeah. That's what Nat what was wanna, supposed to be. What for do you the want PS4. to bet? Um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn will be the game. That'll be the, the first one to kind of tout and show. Did you. they give a date for? Her no, work? that's the thing. That's that's what I'm thinking. But they at least have shown a trailer, an idea of what it's going to be. And so they've I had like, plenty of time. So that's what I'm saying is that they'll that could be a three. See, and I think Horizon two was, or three year uh, out. Horizon was the um, game that got me where I was like, got you like whoa whoa like yeah. this. Well, and I remember seeing the trailer for it. Or the little gameplay demo and just seeing the um, T-Rex and I was like, there's no way that's real. And then whenever I saw it actually came out and people, I'm like, yeah, that actually is. Yeah. We'll see. That. Okay. So it's that insane. was in 2017, February. So, I mean, really you're four years. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, th- three to four and, and I'll tell you what, if I have to wait till 2022 or 2023 for Fable or for Horizon Zero Dawn. 
that's fine. Um, it's really funny because you talk about you have nothing that really makes you want to get a thing. I was really thinking about it. I'm like, I actually have one solid reason alone to want to get a PS5. So first of all, since it's backwards compatible with most, they said pretty much any PS4 game. Digitally, it's 100% backwards compatible with any digital games you own. Um, I can actually have a PlayStation of myself that I don't have to worry about my kids playing. <laughs> because there's... Right. I'm gonna, and I'm going to tell them, I'm like, look, guys, you have no need to touch the PS5. Yeah. Because the PS4, ups, there are no games coming out that they're right. going to want to play that are specific to a next-gen console. Yeah. So I'm more just happy to have my own <laughs> system that I can... I don't have to... Oh, that is, on, that is honestly the one reason <laughs> that myself picking up either one would be to say oh this is the one i'm going to keep here like downstairs or something like that right that i can jump on when they're upstairs you know watching a show or you know whatever but then then i kind of thought of it and i was like "Eh." like i'm just gonna wait which you know i think i talked to about you know on this show i almost didn't jump into this current generation you know initially like right off the bat I was like, nah, I'm going to wait. And this was probably the first one that I hadn't been like, oh my gosh, I want this console right off the bat. And then one of my friends ordered me a console and it showed up at my door. And I'm like, how am I going to say no to that? Right. (laughs) So realistically, this is, I think I'm like, no, I think I actually, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's going to be cool. Like, it'll be neat to kind of see what comes out, but it's nothing that's going to push me to be like, I have to have it. Well, my plan is, and and if I do like techie stuff, but right. Um, And, and I'm, if you want to partake in it, I want to do like an unboxing video of yeah. the PS5. That'd be cool. Since I've pretty much decided I'm going to get the PS5, not the Xbox. As long as I can blow on the controller. Sure, you can blow on the controller. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to want to set the, yeah, just do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do it with the PS4 when it came out, but it, it didn't. There was a lot of circumstances going on in my life when the PS4 came out. Yeah. But, um, real quick, want to give my bat or my Madden review. Justin and I were discussing Madden because I asked him if he was going to get it because I wanted to play Madden with him. He said, no, I'm okay with the one I've got. I have I have EA Play. It used to be EA Access where you basically, they have a vault of all their EA games that you can play anytime you want. Plus, you get to trial run all the new games. I'm like, well, I want I want I get to try a Madden a week before it comes out. Anybody who spends money on this Madden has wasted their money. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so... Oh, and and I say this as somebody who enjoyed last year's Madden. Like I was like, you know, this is pretty good considering like what it was been in the past. Like I feel like they're maybe starting to make some right steps. They literally changed nothing from last year's Madden. And then on top of that, this goes back to my issue of making games that are supposed to be meant for two different consoles, two different generations. This game was rushed. This game was make it work and I bet what they did was they optimized it for next gen and then scaled back everything they needed to to make it run on the current gen I think the next the Sears Madden probably is amazing on the new gen software or hardware (laughs) I ran plays as a quarterback where I threw down the field and they the announcers and the stats would show that I ran a play with my quarterback where I literally had 10 rushing yards with my quarterback after throwing for a 12-yard gain. Oh, man. And the announcers would say it, and I'd be like, what? What?" Like, I was like, did I hear that correctly? Um, The face of franchise, which is their story mode thing, froze repeatedly. Mm -hmm. There was this point where – so 
it's like a, their story mode has like where they put you in situations where you're being interviewed, like you're at a podium and you have to quick time answer these like things to see where you're, how the public perceives you, for the fan base perceives you. So I did one and then jumped me into the menu to like upgrade my stats and stuff. And then the background image disappeared and it put me into another one of those interviews and it had new choices and all this other stuff. But I was in a menu and I had no access to it and it made a choice for me and it lowered my, my stats for this thing. And I'm like, no, I didn't, Hold up. I didn't do that, but it's all live save. Oh, no. And I got so pissed. And then, and then it had that same issue where it was, I was your face of franchise. You're a quarterback through the ball. Hey, you just ran for five yards. Like, no, I did not run for five yards. I threw. Like, what are you talking about? So it's broken. It's it's broken. Um, several freezes. I got the skating issue where I was a, a couple times as a running back where I'd go an outside run and I'd go around the edge. And they'd take a step. And then they would freeze in that position and do the whole skating. I'm like, what? Is, and then I get tackled into the thing. And I'm like, <sighs> couple times I had where the uniforms were just all solid white. It's good luck. Like it was, well, it was weird because I was playing in the section where I was playing as a quarterback for um, the Sooners and everybody in this, in the locker room had on Sooners gear, OU gear, except one teammate who walked up to me in an all white uniform with a neon green, white number, like two tone number on an all white uniform, holding a white helmet. And I'm like, are you on our team? <laughs> and I'm like, why is he dressed like this? Right. What is happening? Don't buy Madden. <laughs> I, I, I did, so I didn't even finish what would you f- give it on zero to a ten? Zero, a zero to ten? I'm going to give it a four or a three. That's higher than I thought. Because even when you're playing, you still got the football aspect of it. Yeah. I don't know. My, Madden these, from- these, like... St- Cross generation game, like I always feel bad because oh, they're they're never good, right? And then like that's why I'm like, God, I'm no desire to play the next Call of Duty yeah. game. I really don't. Um, and I like the Black Ops series too, so I'm like, uh, I don't want. I hope that I hope whatever they do with Warzone when they move it over, because I'm sure they they have to. I hope they just move it over, let it be the same stuff, and then just slowly give it its updates. You know what I mean? What happened to the other Warzone? The like very first one? Uh, what was it? it um, did it disappear? Or Blackout? Is, yeah. The From the last Black Ops game? I don't I don't think it's even being supported See, and I anymore. think that is like Call of Duty's biggest faux pas is that they they release a new game every year. And especially with something like this, like Blackout and that like they started right. with, keep that stuff together. Keep it together. Well, I'm hoping they're doing that this time yeah, around. Don't don't keep like trying to recreate the wheel. Like this well, is what battle royale games have figured out. Right. Like just keep like keep a you know continuity of maps like that. You just bring forward, especially with the free to play aspect. It's like definitely keep it all together. Like if you start like breaking it off where it's like every year there's another one, like you're yeah. gonna split the pay- player base. You're gonna kill the people that are like loyal to it, and then. I don't know. It's not going to work. It's one of the good things that, uh, or one of the things I really enjoy about the Battlefield series is that they just keep uh, updating it and like giving new content to it. Battlefield or Battlefront? Battlefront. Battlefront. Sorry. Yeah. Like, because the the last Battlefront 5, they just kept adding 
crap to it. Yeah. Just like they even added a battle royale mode, and it was like, but they were constantly giving updates. My dog has joined us again. He's so adorable. So adorable. Oh. Um, yeah. So Madden, I'm out. He's out. Bad. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. Yeah, I'll, I'll lower that to a three. I won't even give it a four. Now, here's the reason we came. Yeah, here's the reason we're recording back to back. I'm just going to sit back, back and enjoy this right no, now. No, because we have to talk about this I know, this I know. Stuff. We're going to talk. But I'm waiting for you to so, gush cast. So, first of all, DC did. Did you watch any of DC fandom or any of no, this stuff? No, but I've heard people tat online, this is the way it should be. This. So, this is what this is what DC Comics, this is what Warner Brothers did. No, I don't even want to give Warner Brothers credit. I'm going to say DC. If, if anybody was actually attached to this from Warner Brothers, they can go jump in like, I don't care. So they, for the last four or five months, they've been touting, in August, we're doing DC Fandom. Come see it. It's basically a convention for all things DC related. What they did was they built a green screen room in some warehouse there was just a big, massive room with they showed pictures of it it was just a massive room converted to a green screen and they sent green screens to everybody involved in the thing um yeah okay just make um, sure we cover that and then not in that order necessarily no 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 um so then what they did was they started working on it and they started doing interviews with people and they started getting all the stuff prepped for it to where by the time and they, and they, they developed a schedule and everything so much so that people thought the 24 hours wasn't enough time and they ended up taking part of it and they moved a second. They're doing a second one September 12th because they took stuff out because they're like, okay, yeah, I think, you know, people want access to all this, but not everybody's going to have time to do that over 24 hours so they've they've moved to another second one so basically but then everything's down to a t time wise because it's already been recorded it's already been cut it's already been you know put together so it opens up and it just ever they keep showing different hosts who are standing in their green screens and they've just pieced everything into this cool what basically what they did was the jim lee did one of the publishers at dc comics did marvel it's done everything he drew and came up with a concept of the watchtower and that's what they're standing in is the watchtower glass dome that's in outer space and they've got like they just drop huge artwork in big video screens behind the host talking and it's just like it's a little you know gimmicky but it worked and then they would transition so they would talk for a little bit There'd be like some kind of animation or transition into the next thing. They would have a panel that was look, kind of looked like a Zoom calls, but it was more well done and more artistically done. Um, like there was a, an interview with about the Sandman series where like three people, including Neil Gaiman and the host, sat and talked and they just kept panels up. Do they have with, with this, did they let people Q&A? Did they let people like... So before they started doing everything, they sent everybody out like for over the last three months. They're like... Or they were like, we have questions. These are the people we're going to do. Ask your questions. Send them to this thing. So during every panel, they had questions from people. They also had That's video cool. questions. So they would like, they had questions. They would like, hey, so-and-so yeah. from this asks this. And they would ask. And they said, we also have a video question. It would 
So then it would yeah. pop the video in with somebody asking. And like, and you're like, you could tell they're like geeking out over the yeah. fact that their video is being chosen. Well, um, yeah, and feedback I, I have read, people are like very positive. They have figured out the formula. Yeah. In a world where you can't do conventions, right? this is the way it should be done. But also on top of that, with even with the conventions, say conventions return next year, they still need to utilize this type of format. I'm not, I don't mean just DC, I mean everybody, because there's a lot of stuff people like, how do you cram everything into an E3 Expo? Or how do you cram everything into San Diego Comic-Con? How do you do it for the people that can't afford to make the trips? Yeah. Let me ask you this. So with this, was this was this free or paid at all? Free. In the future, say they're like, hey, we're going to include like some type of like an all access thing. And it gave you like more like kind of like buying a ticket. Right. Would you pay for something like this? Depending if, on what it was. Yes, if I would. it was. OK. If Depending on the access they give yeah. you, I totally would. That's what I was wondering. If it because that is telling right there that they did it so well. Yeah. Because if like you if people would be willing to say, you know, hey, you know, this is how we did it last year. But this year we're going to do this. But we're going to include some for if you want like a little more premium package you'll maybe have a little more one-on-one -on -one with certain actors or something like that. Right, like, or something kind yeah, of Q&A afterwards. So they have a panel that's pre-recorded. Um, afterwards, if you want to be a part of a 15-minute whatever, yeah. you can pick three panels out of yeah. whatever. And have, make it more like the convention feel of like, right. you're not going to be able to get to all of them, but you can select those three and stuff. You think you would totally. actually... I would, depending so on the like, cost and what, yeah. what I was getting... And and this would and I don't mean that just for the DC fandom thing. If the Marvel, Marvel had I want like this was done and I went Marvel. I need this. <laughs> I need this for Marvel. Like yeah. really. And then I was like, you know, they could make this part of E3. Yeah. Make it a part like anything that I'm into. If they take this model. Yeah. And if they give good content freely. Right. And then offer a paid part. Dude, I'll that's awesome. I'll throw well, it in. Good for them for you know right. figuring out something that worked well. Like I was that. just overly amazed. Well, let's dive it. into a little bit of some of the like bigger things that okay. hit. And so I want you to like. I think we should save the big trailer. The Batman. The last. The Batman. Tell the last one, obviously. Okay. I'm actually going to start with the Snyder Cut trailer. Okay. Because, as somebody who was so disappointed by Justice League, Justice League was okay for what it was if you aren't a big comic book fan. My boss who hates not like doesn't know anything because like when I saw Justice League this week that was really fun. I liked all I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you did. You you know, you don't know why I hated XYZ because it doesn't matter to you because you're not a fan. Right. Like there's, there's a whole bunch of things like with this. Right. It was just a fun popcorn movie. It, it was. Like it big really, blockbuster. You're it, like, oh cool. Which I'll tell you this much is exactly what Josh Josh Whedon is good at making. Yeah. And that's about it. Um, so what I thought was very interesting, and I saw a couple people talking about, is one of the things that made this trailer so important is it showed a shit ton of um, video scenes that no one's ever seen before, and they're already finished. Like... Just the scenes they showed alone is enough to go, where was all this in the movie? Where was this supposed to be pieced? Like, there's a whole backstory for Cyborg that got completely cut. 
Like, there's nothing for Cyborg in this movie if you saw Justice League. Like, he's there, like, when they need him. That's what he is. He's more of a prop. And, like, there's no backstory for Flash. There's a whole scene where he meets Iris West, who, if anyone's a Flash fan, is that's his love interest in Flash. They've made it, and it's already been done. All the special effects are mostly done on it, and they stuck it in the trailer. Dark side is completely done. There's a guy who's like, yeah, I filmed and recorded scenes and people are like, no, you didn't. Nobody ever saw that. Yeah, I did. Guess what? They opened up this trailer with dark side standing there. And also the old Steppenwolf design from BVS is there. And it's completely people who for the last three years said the Snyder cut doesn't exist. There's no way that it's in workable form. Like, in a one and a half minute trailer or however long it was, you just saw a chunk of footage that obviously is completely finished and done. And all they need to do is finish up the movie. So how does this make you more excited or do you like, man, I, I can't so wait I'll to tell you what, now. I was excited to see it just cause I want to see how it was supposed to be because I've, I've seen all the, and heard a lot of the stuff that was cut. Like I wanted, I want to see the full vision for cyborg. Um, I want to see the scene where, um, Wonder Woman finds uh, this cave with all these old hieroglyphics about the first time Darkseid tried to invade and what all the, the Atlanteans and all of them did and how they handled it. There's this whole drawn out scene where she finds all this stuff. Like I heard about this and I've heard that they, there's like one uh, image that was shown. I was like, that's cool. I was excited for it. But this trailer actually kind of hyped me up for it to where I was like... Dude, they're doing this over four out four one hour shows on HBO Max. Okay, like uh, now I'm really excited yeah. for this. It did way more well, than it makes it for all those people that have been touting they wanted the Snyder Cut. And right, like oh here we go. Well, the, he said his runtime was almost four hours, and they're basically he gets to finish it, add a couple scenes onto it. Um, Affleck is everyone's agreed to come back and film something if he needs it. Um, Affleck signed on to return as Batman for the Flash movie, um, which I'm super excited for the Flash movie. But um, I, everybody, it's really funny because everybody's that made anything with Snyder has been like, we want to see it. Like this, the movie that was released was not what we did. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many, whatever. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. It, so it's it's very funny when almost the entire crew is like. Yeah, we we don't really stand behind what was released. That wasn't our that wasn't our vision, because it's not just the it's not just the director's vision. All these people read a script and went, "This is what we want to make." I'm in. Let's do it. And then nothing was done in that aspect. So, black suit Superman. That's probably one of the things I'm most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> well, very good. Very good. Um, they finally unveiled everything with Suicide Squad. So they showed. They confirmed everybody's character that they're doing. Um, I'm really indifferent to it. I want to see it because I think James Gunn is really good at doing team-up type movies. Um, The fact that they actually made Nathan Fillion a fall-apart boy. um, What's uh, the... Oh, that's not the name they gave him. TDK. um, The something kid. The detachable kid. Basically, he could take his arms off and hit people with them. That is the character Nathan Fillion is playing in this movie. Nice. Sean Gunn is playing the weasel, which they actually showed a, f- a clip of him actually, like the, 
which was really hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those. It's going to be the Expendables of of superhero movies, yeah. and I'm okay with it. I'm like, I'm all here for this, the absurdity that yeah. this movie, because everyone said don't get too attached to any of the characters. Right. So, well, let's be honest, King Shark is the new go-to. Right. Well, no. he's not in that movie though. Yes. He oh, is. he is in that movie. He is in that movie. Well, see that. So that was the thing. So between that and the video game <laughs> that he's in, which I was like, everybody's like, I don't. There were so many people like yeah. Yeah, What's funny is everybody was like, "I never knew who King Shark was before today." (laughs) He is now my new favorite person (laughs) in DC Comics. Um, They showed a sizzle reel. I want a real trailer. Yeah, that was disappointing. I I thought that I was gonna get a real trailer. I did too. When I initially when I was like, "Oh, did I miss something?" Like there was supposed to be a trailer, right? And then I watched that, and I'm like, "I mean, it's fine them talking about stuff and them filming, but it's not the way." You want to see it. No. And the movie's done. Like, I mean, they're finishing stuff up on the, you know. Explain this to me. What is Polka Dot Man's powers? Polka, okay, so he has polka dots all over him. He can take them off and throw them at people, and they explode and do different things. All right. It's absurd, right? It's ridiculous. There's a lot of people that are like the characters that he, basically James Gunn was like, I want to take some of the most obscure freaking right. characters. <laughs> so, like, I don't think they're going to kill Boomerang because he's a major Flash villain. Right. Um, Harley is safe. Oh, she's good. Um, I don't know. Um, I really don't want them to do anything with the thinker because I really like, um, I like the character of the thinker, but I also like, uh, the doctor who is who they got to play him. Oh, the last doctor, who, the guy, the old guy. I know who you're talking about. Don't know. Anyways, I, I like him and I like, I'm like, Oh, please don't do Like, don't kill him. I don't, which I don't think they will. And, I hope I'm at this point hoping they don't do anything bad to kill her or to King, King Shark. Shark. Yeah. So like I there I think there's a couple untouchables they obviously have. Yeah. But I'm really interested in seeing because there's a lot of fucking characters. Yes, there a are. lot. John Cena's character is the most hilarious character of all. I think disappointed though. Oh, they totally Grundy. Grundy could have been. Look at looking at him. I'm like he looks like so, Grundy. So do you know anything about the Peacemaker? No. He is thinks of himself similar to Captain America. Yeah. But the only way to achieve justice is with the extreme amount of violence possible. Gotcha. That's his character. But he looks like Solomon Grundy. He, he could. He could have totally they, been Solomon Grundy. And I Grundy. bet you, like, visual effects-wise, that would probably have been... They already have King Shark. Yeah. And I think that's probably the most of their <laughs> visual effects like, budget. they only got the amount to... Right. So we can so, only have somebody. Man, oh, man. Yeah. I, I, Missed I really, opportunity. I really did want to see a trailer. Um, I imagine we'll see one in the next coming... Whatever, I think it's going to be Wonder Woman. Whenever Wonder Woman comes out, you'll see the trailer for I it. I could see that, yeah. Um, speaking of which, Wonder Woman 88. I'm excited for the movie as a whole. I've been wanting to see Wonder Woman Cheetah for forever. Every aspect of the movie looks great. I am super concerned about the Cheetah graphical. I don't know. There was just something about the trailer when it got to the part with her where she actually looked like a cheetah where I'm like, sometimes it doesn't translate very well. And it could have just been the way I watched it. I've watched it a couple times now, mm-hmm. but I don't know, but the trailer looks fun. I still want to know what they're doing with, with Steve Trevor. You know, I more importantly want to see how this movie fits into everything else DC has planned and is coming up. But 
it didn't move like you as you said it didn't move the needle for me yeah my wife loved it you know what's funny i am becoming less interested really this trailer i was like i watched it and i'm like i i think it's getting to that point sometimes where i feel like you're showing too, too much. much right and now i'm just kind of like what else is there for me to see right I and, think, and, and I will say a lot of the trailer is recycled footage from different angles, mm-hmm. but the, like the fight scene where they first shows her fighting, um, Cheetah, where she's just normal and they're like, look like, Oh, we're going to do this. And she goes and she just slap bitch slaps her. And I'm like, Oh, she's as strong as you now. Like, you know, okay. But yeah, I think, I think they could have not shown the fight with Cheetah at the end and maybe just shown her like, taking the time to polish that look up and just shown her in full mm-hmm. cheetah glory or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't I, know. Yeah. It's just one as, as I've thought more about it, I'm kind of just like, huh? Yeah. Monica didn't want to watch the trailer, but yeah. her hype got to her and she wanted to watch. I understand it. that. I mean, I, I think what got me is them saying, Hey, they're going to show the cheetah model. And I was like, Oh cool. Right. And that's, I'm ready. I'm ready to kind of see what they're, how they're going to pull it off. Right. And then I watched it a couple of times like you. And I paused it a couple of times and looked at it and it was like, I don't know. I was like, it doesn't look like Kristen Wiig's face anymore. Right. Um, which is fine. I mean, whatever's going on is going on with her. Um, I don't know. And then it yeah. just like, it kind of became like, I mean, I'm, it'll be one of those things that like, I will see it. But I don't know that I'm like my hype for it is anywhere. Right. At I agree. this point. Um I yeah, my needle didn't move. It didn't go back, but it didn't move. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I probably won't watch any more trailers. Yeah. Because I want to just experience it and enjoy it with my wife and stuff. Um dun, 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 The Batman dun, dun, trailer. Dun, dun, dun. I wanna ask you first before we get into me. Okay. What did you think of the Batman trailer? So that's another I've watched it a few times now. And I'm not certain. I'm a little concerned, actually. Really? So, okay, well, can I tell you this first? Mm-hmm. Do you do you know anything about what they've done? That like, did you two? did you watch any of of what the interview with uh, Matt Reeves? No. Okay. So, and I and I'm not telling you to try to persuade you, but just to make sure I didn't know if you were aware, they've literally only filmed 25 percent of the movie, and that was entirely made with just the 25 percent of the movie that they filmed. Mm, I want. I mean, that doesn't make me, you know, okay, I think know. anything. It impressed it. me with what they, way, the way they were able to show it. But go ahead. So sometimes I have fallen victim to a trailer that sets a really good tone and then has a really good song associated with it that makes the That one had a good song associated with it. And it did. And it set a tone that I was like, okay. But then as I, I think sometimes whenever I can kind of peel that and separate that stuff off and see it in a different light where I'm just kind of like, okay, what am I seeing here? Does it match up with the idea of what I think is going to be something new and exciting or is it just kind of more of the same? And, um, a couple of things that like drew me pause was the way he took out the villain was a little cartoonish. Whenever the guy said, who are you? Really? Yeah, it was too much. A thousand hits. I was like, no. Which I know people are saying this is Batman Year Two. He's not perfected his like taking somebody out, but like the kind of over the top. I was like, no. So here's a question for you, and this, I'm asking because, and I'll get to it when I get to me talking about it. The, which did you felt would feel was more Batman that interaction or the warehouse scene in BVS? 
BVS. Right. Okay. A hundred percent. Okay. That's the Batman that I think of now, but I also am giving it leverage because I, I'm giving it a little bit of a pass because I'm like, I know he's a younger Batman, right? which I guess BVS is a younger Batman too. No, BVS is old Batman. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's Batman versus Superman, right? Yes. Apologize. I was thinking um, Batman Begins. Oh, Batman right, Begins right, right, right. warehouse scene. I don't know what you're talking about. Batman Begins, the warehouse scene when you're first introduced to Batman, and the guy goes into the shipping container and then just gets pulled out. Oh, down. right, 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 just, right, right. That's no. the Batman I'm thinking. I meant, I meant you're thinking Batman, Batman versus Superman, Superman the fight scene. In. And even that, like, I've gone back and watched that a couple of times because I was like, huh. And I, there are parts that I had issues with when I go back and look at it that I'm like, oh, he actually gets hit more. Oh, he gets shot in the back of the head. Yeah. He gets hit with a knife. Yeah. He gets, and it's because of his armor that he's, like, kind of protected. Right. But those are, what, those are you know, it's a comic book movie. It's that type of world. Right. But so then watching this, some of the, the feel that, like, you know, when it starts with the duct tape and it's kind of like, and it's kind of being ripped and everything, I'm like, I feel like it's trying to fake me out a little bit and i don't know like i'm just like is it trying to give me a different feel is it trying to like impress a mood upon me of like a saw like type villain or somebody that's like really creepy-ish right where you're putting it you're layering it in in a batman type world so are you going to be able to maintain that or is it not going to be able is it going to be washed over at some point and become a batman movie like i'm like are you trying to do something new are you trying to do the same old and just put a different layer on it? Right. And that's what I felt like. I felt like when I kind of watched it a couple times, I was like, I think they're just layering it. So you, you came in very hesitant. I initial, my initial viewing was like, that was amazing. I was like, I love that. I, that little punching scene was over the top for me on the first viewing, too. I was like, uh, I don't love that. That's a little too goofy. Um, but then... Like, as I watched it more, I felt more of that layer. And, like, you really have to... If it's almost if you could watch it without the music. Like, can does it feel different or same? And then there's kind of that... Occasionally, I feel like with movies where there's a brooding, like the brooding character, and they, like, a lot of, like, you're looking at their face. Right. And I'm like, don't do that. I don't want to... I don't care what the character is doing with his face. Like, um, my the most recent thing I can think of is the Godzilla movie like the new one never they show, saw it I have no desire to see well it. and they show many so show so many scenes where there's characters looking at Godzilla and being like stunned and I'm like I, I don't care I don't need to see that that's not why I came to do that and if this movie I feel like wants to give you a new perspective of Batman and a different take I don't know that they're pulling it off yet right so I some of the things that I did like um, that like kind of like gave me actually Heath Ledger feels was Colin Farrell playing the penguin. And then there's a part where he's driving in the car. And he's and like, he goes, this guy's this guy's crazy. I was like, that was what did, what, did you th- what did you think of the way he looks? Oh, like that's a, I've shown that to three people and go, you know, that's Colin Farrell. And they go, yeah. no, it's not. I'm yeah. like, no, it's Colin Farrell. Which I'm just like, I was like, okay. And then there was another scene where, he, I think he's walking in with Commissioner Gordon, and I'm just getting it from the scene because I'm watching the cops' faces, right. and they're giving like weird looks. And I was like, right. I think this guy's walk. Batman's walking in with them, and right. they're like, "Who's this guy?" Right. Um. So, I'm hopeful. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like the best thing for me to do at this point would to be kind of go dark and not pay watch anything else and just kind of hear where the chips lie once the movie does come right. out. 
So, first of all, I and I said it, they've only filmed 25% of the movie. So the fact they were able to piece this kind of a trailer together with 25% of the movie, I'm like, which, which also I think says a lot for trailers in general. Because a lot of people, like, they'll release a trailer and you're like, and you feel like you've seen the movie. And you talk to the director and they go, <laughs> no. You, you don't like Aquaman. They did that a lot. James Wan was like, I haven't shown you guys anything like you've seen very little of the movie. And I'm like, I don't understand that. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, yeah, okay. That wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot there that they showed. It's the same thing. I'm like, it's funny. Cause when you actually see the, the director say, this is 25% of the movie cut into like partly. And it's not even all 25%. They just took, bits and pieces of the 25% and turn it into a trailer. And you're like, shit, the things they can do with trailers, which I've watched it so many times now that I've realized they recycle scenes twice in that trailer. They show them flipped or reversed from a different mm. angle. And I went, wait, that's the same. Like they show the guy doing the tape. They show that twice. Mm. And I was like, I didn't notice that. And I'm like, I'm like, people who make trailers are really good at like doing this. Um, so first of all, I have going into this had the have faith in the director because he's a good director and I like I like Matt Reeves. So it was kind of like the same thing going into um, uh, after Batman Begins. You go into the Dark Knight and then it was going into the Dark Knight Rises. I'm like, whatever Nolan does, I have faith. Just do it. Like whatever. Um, which even then, The Dark Knight Rises was hindered by the fact that Heath Ledger was dead because he was supposed to be a major part of that movie and they had to rewrite half the movie because there was no Heath Ledger. Um, so I've also been leery of... Like when they first said Pattinson was going to be Batman, I was like, oh, okay. And then the immediate response from people who've seen him in newer movies and were like no 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 don't judge this guy like usually it's like an all out hatred or an all out love this was like people got immediately upset but then there was this immediate like no do not judge this guy off of freaking twilight and it was like it was very telling to me so i'm like okay trust matt reeves Give him the benefit of the doubt. What else has Matt Reeves done? Um, he did all the the newer Planet of the Apes movies, or at least the last two movies. Um, there's another movie that I can't think of. Well, and here's another thought that I've had with it. So, like, when I first went to go see um, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, like, the very yeah. first one, I remember going to see it multiple times. And, like, the first time I was so, like, oh, my gosh, that was so amazing because it was something you'd never seen before. Yep. And then, like... On repeated viewings, I don't think it holds up as well. Second one is much better. That's okay. honestly the the feeling I got watching the trailer with this is that like I feel like it'll be stunning when you first go and see it, but I don't know that it's gonna hold up. And as you kind of like pick pick it apart more, it may be one of those that I think. Well, and I'm also well, so it's a three movie set. Yeah, and, and I, this I'm is also the first weird movie. with my movie. I'm also weird with entertainment things that I watch, and I just there was like a part of me that's I'm like Cloverfield. Ah. He directed Cloverfield. Okay. That I was like, I'm not a hundred percent sold on this, and 
I, it's tough because there's like a part of me that's like, well, I need to see more, <laughs> but I also know that the best way to go is not to, watching is more. not watching more because then, you know, but I don't really know what it needs to do. I just feel like they, I feel like they are faking a tone right now for me and a vibe. I feel, I feel like it's a fake. I'm like, no, I think you're trying to make me feel something. You know, so is that because it's been happening? It's happened to you enough times? Yeah, 100%. Like, 100%. So, I've been sold on something before and then gone and been like, oh. He, he has repeatedly said since day one that he's trying to go for a noir, detective-driven, like, focus on that side of Batman. So I'm that trailer totally gives me that feel. So I'm like, okay. You, you're really going to do it. You're really going. There was also a release recently where somebody had hinted at some pictures that popped up where it looks like by the time the movie's over, he might have a different bat suit. So I don't know. Um, the the scene you're talking about where he punches the, the thug guy, mm-hmm. I wish it had stopped when he hit the ground. Yeah. That's where I was at with that. I'm like, when he hits it the ground. went a little too much. Right. Like, even just, you know. Or, or have it where he gets down and punches him a couple times, and instead of the weird cut to them and then the cut back to him saying "I'm vengeance," maybe show him realizing, yeah, he needs to back off a little. You know what would give me also like, and I, this is a weird justification. But hear me out. I, I feel like if I saw an R rating attached to this. I would be more on board. Okay. Not. Because I feel like to move a Batman film into, to elevate it a little bit. Like I remember whenever um, uh, the Dark Knight with Heath Ledger came out, I was like, Heath Ledger, like I was like, it was PG-13. I was like, he didn't feel bad enough. I was like, I felt like he needed to be almost worse, basically. Right. He needed to like you needed a little bit more violence, right? For me to to buy the character completely, right? But he did he did a, such a good job of everything else that I was like, okay, I'm gonna give it to him. His is a different kind of Joker. Yeah, the, it's all psychological. But yeah, I think um, I know you can do violence and horror and stuff and have a PG-13 rating, which I think they'll probably shoot for because bigger draw. Right. But I feel like if the tone, what they're going for is what they're showing me in the trailer. It needs a little bit more. Well, it, I, I'm curious as to what pushes it towards that R rating because like like a lot of the R rating, especially, so like Joker, the pure violence in Joker, and I think the undertone of like what, like holy shit, like this is somebody that's dealing with mental illness type thing. Um, no, Suicide Squad didn't have an R. Did it have an R? I no, it had PG thirteen. What am I so. thinking of? Birds of Prey had an R. And Joker. And Joe. Well, I just said Joker. Oh, you said Joker. Uh, Sorry, Bir- I thought you were referring to the No, Birds of Joker. Prey had an R, and I think that one was purely off of violence yeah, and violence. language. Um I don't see as if you need to so here's the thing and let me jump back on track a little bit here. I've been wanting a good Riddler movie story with Batman for a while. Like hopefully you get that a really long while. And so this is if you're doing like a psychological crime thriller based around the Riddler as a serial killer or just 
something like that. I think you can pull that off at a PG-13 as long as you stick to that tone. So, like, I've always envisioned one of the reasons I love uh, Winter Soldier is because I don't look at it as a superhero movie. I look at it as a spy movie with, you know what I mean? And, like, is it a superhero movie? Well, yeah, it's a superhero movie. But it's, in my opinion, it's a subgenre. It's of a yeah. suspense by espionage movie. I want more of that type of treatment for comic book movies. I enjoy that more. I want this to feel like seven. Okay. With Batman in it. With Batman in it? Holy crap. I don't know if I would imagine that, but that would be awesome. I would right? I would watch whatever movie that was. <laughs> right? Um, but, like... The, the Riddler doesn't necessarily have to have that kind of violence. It can be implied. But it can be implied. And if it's implied, I don't think you have to have the R rating on it. But so that's one of the reasons I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, I have no problem. The One of the big kickers for me for I think anytime somebody does Batman is the voice. And he delivered his I'm vengeance line. Didn't sound like he was forcing anything. Mm-hmm. Just sounded like straight up. I just punched the shit out of this dude. Mm-hmm. Just a little gravelier or gravelier. Yeah. Gravel or whatever. Um, <laughs> Jeez. So the voice was fine. Um, I liked Lurk. the suit and the shot at the beginning of the, of him walking up. Um, I think it would be cool if they modify the suit every time. Like they did that in the, the dark Knight series. Um, Bale's suit changed every, every movie. Um, and I think that would be good for this. If they had that modification to it. Um, I just want to feel uncomfortable watching it. I want to feel through the whole movie though. Yeah. I want to feel like, I want to feel like you're on the tip of an edge, like about, so obviously he's going to be introduced. I mean, I think, yeah, I want to feel like as the audience, I kind of want to feel safe, like to start off with be like, all right, okay. But I want to start feeling like, man, Gotham city's not a good place. Right. This is a bad area. Um, you know, maybe it's year two. So like maybe things are starting to improve. And then all of a sudden the Riddler comes along and now it's like, you know, everything's just thrown into the fray and you're just kind of always like, oh, this is, this is bad. This is wrong. This is, and I want them to break some of the molds. Like I want them to like, I don't know, do something that like surprises you. And I'm like, that's what I think I'm afraid of is that there's just not going to be anything really to surprise you. It's just going to be kind of your paint by numbers Batman movie. Because it's so. And here's the thing. I don't think. You know what's odd or funny to me? Uh, like if, kill kill Batman in the first one. Yeah. Then in the next two, whatever. Yeah, the um, next two have uh, you know Robin come in and replace what's, him. What's and, really funny is the what you're talking about. Um, if you get a minute, you should look up. Um, there are a number of people that talk about the script Affleck wrote for his Batman movie. And that is like sounds a lot like what you want the seven but yeah. with batman because it's it was supposed to wrap around basically bruce bruce's yeah. own insanity yeah and how he handles it and with the going stuff with arkham and stuff well and i will say once again with the joker with heath ledger's joker they compared him to the shark and jaws and there was always that like little like the string cord that was like yeah and you're just like you're on edge. Like, you're just like, I don't know what this guy's going to do. Right. And, and, you know, I want that to be like the tone that's carried basically throughout this. But what if they set that up over two movies to make that be the Joker movie in the third one with whoever yeah, they cast? Joker's it. done it before. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm ready for like, let's kick it off with like, this is bad. 
Yeah. It's real bad. Well, it's supposed to be a very corrupted everything. So um, my overall take, I was, I'm, it's actually made me more excited yeah. for a lot of the reasons I stated of the fact that they were able to make this treasure with only 25% of the movie. Um, I think they set a great tone for Riddler. Mm-hmm. With the the riddle at the beginning and everything, which is funny, is everybody's like, "Oh my god, everybody's already solved the riddle at the beginning yeah, of the movie." I thought that was pretty funny. Um, was it what what happens when a liar dies? Yeah, he lies still. Yeah, yep. Um, so I I liked the tone. I liked the music. Obviously, that's always a big kicker. Um, I liked the way the logo revealed itself on top of the bat emblem with the a with the a having the the bat ears on it. I was super excited, like, because it was more than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought maybe that he was just going to show something small because I knew they'd only filmed, they hadn't filmed a whole lot, and they're they're starting filming back up next month. So I really wasn't expecting a whole lot. So, but they gave me more than I expected. So um, they also had Catwoman in there, mm-hmm. um, Zoe Kravitz. So, and I liked her little little beanie with her little itty bitty nibs mm-hmm. for cat ears. I'm interested to see how. I kind of hope her character is a setup character in this movie where she's there and a part of the story and you learn about her, but you don't actually get more until later. Yeah. I don't really know series. how she fits. Yeah. Right I don't now. know. But with only 25% of the I movie, guess just kill her, kill her in the just kill, first kill her one. in the yeah. first one. Yeah. Let's do it. That's all right. That's right. Kill the only real woman that Bruce Wayne has ever had a strong yeah, exactly. uh, you know, relationship with. Um, yeah. So that's, that's the end of the non-gaming portion of the the, <laughs> exactly. the podcast. If you're still with us. If you're still with us. Um, and I might put a disc, disc thing in. I might go back. Hey, just so you know, we're going to talk about non-gaming stuff for like yeah. un- 30 minutes. So they finally showed off what Rocksteady's been working on and what Montreal, um, Warner Brothers Montreal has been dicking around with for the last two years and won't actually release. Um <laughs> I actually had Gotham Knights before Suicide Squad, but I moved it up because I want to talk about Suicide Squad because there's not much information there. So they showed off a CGI trailer for Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Names finally revealed. I mean, they actually revealed it a couple days before. Um, it is a part of the Arkham universe, so it, it takes place in the same world where um, Batman is dead or assumed dead based off of the end of Arkham Knight. Um, It's Harley, King Shark, Boomerang, and Deadshot. And it's basically... The the trailer opens with a massive... With Brainiac's massive ship in Metropolis just crash-landed. And there's just like all sorts of his minions running loose. And what's really funny is... Well, I'll get to that. But, um, and I liked it because Harley's like talking to Waller. Target's in sight. And her target is her moving her fingers along the the thing trying to get to a piece of pizza. And then it was like, we lost the target because it explodes. It has all the humor that I expect from Suicide Squad and from Harley. Um, King Shark just cracked me up. Popping the Batman balloons, the birthday balloons. I also... Boomerang, if they keep the tone with Boomerang and King Shark, where you've got them as the two kind of funnier, lighthearted versions with, I think, Shark a little more lighthearted, and then keep your seriousness with Deadshot, who's trying to bring them all in together. Um, Then it shows them blowing some people up, and then Waller's like, Alpha Target's in the area, 
and Alpha Target turns out to be uh, Superman, who just melts a a pilot, a civilian, a civilian, well, military. Well, I guess that's yeah. true. Um, sure. Blows up a, a helicopter. Looks like he saves <laughs> saves the pilot, and they're like yelling at him, "Go away, Superman! We got this!" And King Shark, the mighty Superman, has saved the pilot. He looked like really excited He's like, to see like, him. Holy shit, is King Shark Superman's biggest fanboy? Yeah, like, that would be pretty funny there? if he had like a little... And, like... and then he proceeds to completely melt the pilot with his heat yeah. vision. And then they're like... And then Boomerang cops. Sorry, we figured out who a, who um, Alpha Target is. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the tone of everything. And then the best part, a little Boomerang hits but, yeah, him in the head. And it cuts and back to like, Superman. And I probably him. shouldn't have done that. I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, no, he actually blamed Shark. <laughs> Because it's Boomerang's voice. Yeah. He goes, shock. You shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh I yeah, I didn't that. do that. Um, I like the feel. It was really funny. There were two things that I found hilarious that I actually, I think it was on Reddit. I was like, you're an idiot to somebody. Um, not this, but first, um, <laughs> the, uh, it, everyone was like, this looks like Fortnite. I'm like, it's a CGI trailer. Almost all CGI Big explodey trailers look like Fortnite. What are you talking about? And Sunset Overdrive. And Sunset. This game that actually looks like that. Looks me. like Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Like legit looks like Sunset Overdrive. Um, but the part where somebody's like, "Oh, great, Superman's a villain again." Can't they come up with a new trope? And I'm like, you know, it's not Superman's a villain. Like you mean? Oh, because that was the comment somebody made. They were like. Oh, great. Something completely unoriginal and, and mundane is Superman being the villain and they have to fight it. I was like, he's like, hopefully they actually put a twist on it. I said, you mean a twist like the huge ass Brainiac ship trap or, you know, in the middle of um, Metropolis and all of his goons all over the place. Yeah. And Superman's obviously purple glowing eyes. Right. Like I don't being controlled. Right. You know, so I, if he's alpha target, I'm sure they all have their own individual, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to go through. Um, the game has an optional two-player co-op. You can play the whole game single-player yeah. or play it as, as co-op. Um, what did you think of the trailer? It was not disappointing just because we didn't get gameplay. Right. But the game That's comes out. It. 2022. 2022. Right. But I'm sorry. Still, the game, this game's going to come out uh, holiday 23. I'm just calling that now. Yeah. <laughs> Rocksteady has not done anything, though, for how long? Right. And I'm so, just like, no gameplay? So here's why I'm disappointed. And this is also why I think there's no gameplay. They had rumored to have a been like three-fourths of the way through a Superman game and Warner Brothers canned it oh man and this was as early as last year and I think they had to come up with an entirely new concept because Warner Brothers didn't like the which just disappointing um but like okay show it to me you know just like whatever Warner Brothers Montreal had been working on Mm. um which they actually have a whole lot of footage of stuff out. Theirs got canned too. Jeez. So I think both of these, because they Montreal had way more lead time because I don't look it up when um, Origins came or, out, but it was on the last right. gen. Right. So it was 2010 or before. So you basically just can and like both of these studios have had to come up with something right. new. Right, had a new concept. And which... I, th- I think um, Montreal had more lead time. That's why theirs was a little more extensive. Uh-huh. I think they just now got everything together enough to where within the last year that they could come up with and talk about it. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's kind of like, gosh, man, like, don't get me wrong. A trailer can like set a tone for it. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a funnier, you know, you're going to be playing at least different characters. So that'll be 
good, but man, I just wanted to see. So, so what do you something. think of a game where you you swap between those four characters and you have to hunt Hopefully down each like, of the? Hopefully, it's like GTA. You just tap the D pad, right? You or can switch, switch. I assume Team it, Shark will be eating some pizza. I assume it's kind of something where you call into Waller and something, and it just transitions to another player. Like, to like, what would be really nice? So, like, one of the funnier things about GTA. Was oh, was sorry. where you jump into the other character and they're in the middle of something. Yeah, that's what I was. That thinking. was like they're like the yeah. one. There's the one scene with Trevor where he's half naked laying on a on an overpass. He's like, "What?" And you actually have to take him to his apartment to get him dressed or go steal clothes yeah. or something. So I'm like, dude, if you like can transition to Harley and she's in the middle of like just beating somebody with her mallet or like. You know, you have to take control, right? Or some other weird situations happening. I think I, that would. I think that'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. And, um, and with it, so it's very interesting. And here's something I thought was interesting. They flat out said it's part of the Arkham universe, but there's a part where I think Harley says something about taking down Batman. Hmm. I don't remember. I have to go back through. But I remember going, "Well, that's interesting." Yeah. Because supposedly he's because yeah, the end of up. Arkham Knight shows everybody knows he's Bruce Wayne or Bruce Wayne's Batman, everyone surrounding Wayne Manor. He lands the 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 jet and the car there goes inside the whole building explodes. Yeah. So but I think it'd be fun to switch between these and like oh, yeah. take down Wonder Woman, Flash, you know. I think I think Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Well, I don't well, that's the other thing is how many who's all Justice League in this version? Yeah. So you know Spider Man or not Sp- <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> That would be awesome. We were talking for a little bit. We we know we know Superman. Yeah. Um, maybe is, Batman. Is Bat, maybe Batman. Yeah. Flash. You if you're saying it's if you're saying it's just a league, it has to be Flash. Has to be Wonder Woman. Those have to be your your three core that you know are in there: Superman, Wonder Woman, and Flash. Um, you've had officially Martian Manhunter, Hawk Girl. Done a major part. You're just no, saying the name. No, she's been in it before. She's been in Justice League. Um, Martian Manhunter, Cyborg. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm curious as to what they're considering, you know, mm-hmm. the know. Justice League is. and But we have two years. So yeah. I'm going to guess that whatever their next event is, they do in um, next year. Yeah. We'll showcase get a little bit more. where they're at. See, now I'm looking at it and it doesn't look like it's the back end isn't recording. It's fine. Okay. We're it's just going to keep going. Yeah, we're going to go. Um, yeah, so I am I was disappointed because it showed that they haven't had much time to actually get this going and that they WB screwed with them. You know, what's what Warner Brothers does is fuck with everything DC related. Um, so I was, you know, in theory, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I still have to wait two years. Yeah probably three years <laughs> i'm it's a little meh yeah yeah I so know. um but the one that i am now way more hyped about than i was before um although actually you asked me which one i was more excited for and i said i thought it was gonna be whatever wb montreal was working on because of the court of owls aspect but actually getting to see stuff and the breakdown of it i will say they have created an issue in their marketing. So the Warner Brothers Montreal game that they got announced was um, Gotham Knights. It is not related to the Arkham universe. 
but the game starts with Batman being yeah, supposedly dead. And I was like, so that started. And I'm like, oh, shit. With so an this, explosion, too. With an explosion, too. And You're so like, I'm like, okay, so this is a, my first reaction. Okay, this is a straight thing. No. It's, Which it's I not. thought we had actually talked about. Like, right. oh, I bet this is where it right. could go. So basically, Batman's dead. He sends a note out to all of his people saying, look, if you're, if you're getting this message, I'm dead. I'm leaving Gotham in your hands. I think you've got it under control. You got it. Go after it. Um, it's heart and huh, wrong note. Sorry. It's Batgirl, um, Barbara, Nightwing, Dick, uh, Robin, and I put on here slash Red Hood or Red Robin, and I'll talk about that in a minute. It's Tim Drake, and then Red Hood is Jason Todd. And that was the other thing was that the start of the trailer it shows Robin drop down, and start fighting some guys that look like. The, the bad guys that Jason Todd was using as Red Hood in the Arkham games. But I've, I've watched it since then, and it actually has the, arc, it has the um, Anarchy A, mm. which is another villain. So I think Anarchy's in the game is going to be one of the, the villains in the game. Um, it is uh, The combat is a modified version, is what the developer talked about in the interview. Modified version of the Arkham combat, but changed to fit in RPG-style elements of the game. Um, and also, like Suicide Squad, optional two-player co-op. Play the whole game, single player, or have somebody drop in and help yeah. you whenever you want. Um, I really enjoyed the trailer. I was like, okay, this is more than I was actually expecting. Um, the couple issues I've known people have noticed is uh, like, well, you're not acknowledging that that. Batgirl was paralyzed at any point, but in the trailer they actually show a wheelchair standing next to her, and they've they've since put little backstories up on their website saying you know after her death of her father, she's been training and doing what is needed and has basically learned to recover from her injuries. They're gonna have to do way more elaboration on that for me because you don't just go from being paralyzed to not being paralyzed. But since it's not actually You're protecting re- the city, right? <laughs> To not since it's not actually connected to the Arkham universe, they can do whatever storyline they want. They can start it by saying that she's been recovering and just you know not that much, and it really wasn't that serious of an issue. I don't know. Um, what do you think of the trailer? The trailer was okay. I mean, it set a piece. You know, like you said, it was confusing because it was not in the universe, but all the stuff set up was. Plus this was before the Arkham or the suicide Suicide squad. Squad. Um, but it was fine. Um, I mean, as far as like introducing, you know, which characters were going to be available. Red hood makes kind of no sense to me being included in this policy. In the the DC comics, he's an anti-hero. So he's got that like, I'm not using Deadpool as an example as to his character. But whereas Deadpool can be a hero, but he doesn't like it. It's, yeah. He's the he's the anti Batman superhero. Let me put it right. that way. So the trailer was fine. It gave you, you know, which characters are what's what you know, what the goal is, what they're doing. It's the gameplay thing that I watched that I had problems with afterwards. I was like, oh, Okay, so we'll jump into it. What what were your issues with the game tra- gameplay? Uh, I don't think the um, combat looked as good. It didn't look as sufficient as Batman's right. combat. And they said that it's not exactly the same right. as Arkham. But it looked bad to me, personally. Um, the 
now granted it was very early on they said it was pre-alpha yeah so and then the hook with that thing was bouncing all around like where you could grapple onto stuff it was all over the place when you're watching the gameplay demo as far as like what you could grapple it would just oh it bounce over and over and over i have to pay i wasn't paying attention it bugged me and i was like okay that can be fixed um sorry um I started thinking about how playing as these multiple characters is going to kind of make the narrative a little bit more difficult because you won't be able to focus just on one character to tell a story and you'll have to be able to tell a story with all four characters generally as you're playing and everything like if you're going to an area you I guess they could pull it where you're like playing as Babs and then next thing you know you get a cutscene with robin in it but it would make it would kind of break continuity um so i was like i don't think the story is going to be as tight well they said they flat out said you can play this whole game as one character if you want you don't have to but no that's 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 my problem with it though is that because it you can switch between you could start you could play it as robin or you could play it you could play the whole thing through because they've got to tell the story with either any of these characters it's going to make it more difficult to tell a cohesive story and make it be as as tight as like a Batman story alone. Because when it's Batman, it's like, you know Batman, but say you decide, I want to play this as just Red Hood, they can't make the story focused around Red Hood as an individual. Whereas if right. you're focusing it like this is just Batman, we can focus on the individual story around Batman because that's who we're focusing on. This okay. is going to make it more difficult because you could play as four different characters. Right. Well, and he, they, they kind of made it sound like the story is the story. It's not necessarily around them individually. So That's my problem with it. Yeah. Is that's it's the, not singular. That it's not, it's, yeah, it's not as singular. And it's like, okay. Something so I then, found interesting, though, at the start of the gameplay trailer, he said that this was about a dozen hours into um, Batgirl's character progression. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe... How are you closing activities on your ring sitting across? Because I'm amazing. Whatever. Um, Um. (laughs) The little, whenever he was playing co-op, whenever they were playing co-op together, the little um, discussions between them were bad. (laughs) Like the little like dialogue. I put this in my little notes here. Batgirl's voice acting was atrocious. I was so. I didn't like. So yeah, it was bad. I didn't like um, their co-op moves together. Um, they only showed one. I didn't like the the bars over the character's head. I was just like, oh, yeah. So, so man. part of the RPG element they showed is the level. It shows a level yeah. and shows the. Um, <laughs> and then Mister Freeze, whenever they like, he drops in and they're just like, uh, 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 just like hitting him from front and back. I'm like, that doesn't look good. So the the parts that worry me are the RPG elements because yeah. you get that with RPG games where you get an overpowered bad guy and you just start punching them and they just move yeah. around and like don't matter. Um, something they did say that was interesting was uh, enemies level with you. Uh, developer noticed that facing freeze at level five versus 15 is entirely different, not just because of stats, but because um, they're available attack types and defensive. Yeah. So if you go into that freeze fight early, he will only defend you certain ways but you go in that yeah. that freeze fight maxed out he has different everything i feel like there could be funny videos down the line where like 
you get your the aggro of the character uh, the, the bad right. guy you're fighting and then the other person just like wailing on them from behind or like when freeze goes up on that thing like same thing you'll like get the aggro and then it's your co-op player will just be like and just like pounding them down right. and i'll be like it'll just be goofy and I'm like, that's, I think, some of the difficulties of doing a co-op game like this right. is that it can maybe break it. And, I mean, it'll be up to the developers to prove me wrong. Right. Um, her hair <laughs> looked like a plastic animal shoved <laughs> onto her head. And I'm like, I'm so glad they specified this was pre-alpha because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is good. The, they do have. If only they'd put that same logo on Halo Infinite. It might have been better. <laughs> um, I liked the bike traversal. I think that's going to be less clunky and easier to explain than the Batmobile. Like, so the, in Arkham Knight, you'd be in the Batmobile running over everything, mm-hmm. and you're like, "This thing is so big. It is. Like, it takes up both sides of traffic. How does this work? Like, there has to be some kind of thought process to. Not to mention, they made the streets shaped weird in Arkham Knight, in my opinion, and it was very just odd to mm-hmm. me. Whereas in the clip of this, they looked like normal streets with buildings, and they they had the bike on the one side of the street, and I'm like, no, that looks normal. Yeah. Like, she that, almost hit a couple people. <laughs> she did almost hit a couple people. Um, and then there were cars that were wrecking around her. Um, plus, there was a car chase. Uh, cop. Oh, I did see that. So yeah, there, that, that was going through there. Um, they said there are different skins and armors. So I put up here Red Robin question mark because I was kind of hoping, I'm kind of hoping there is separate character storylines because Tim Drake is does become Red Robin. And in the trailer, he's dressed as Robin. In the demo, he's dressed as Red Robin. Because I thought it would be very interesting if by the time the game was over, they had... And, and all that's the other thing. At the beginning of the trailer, she Batgirl has just the the ears that are like a headband and then the face mask like Nightwing. But in the freeze fight, she has the full head cowl. Hmm. So I thought it'd be interesting if like by the end of the game, Tim Drake was actually Red Robin. You know, Nightwing had evolved a little more. Batgirl had evolved into whatever her current most thing is. And same with Red Robin or with um, Red Hood. And if you like introduced um, Damien at the end of the game. Hmm. Because if if you remove the Robin aspect from um, Tim Drake and make him Red Robin. But I'm I think I'm wanting too much. Yeah. And I think it's just going to be cosmetic. different costumes and yeah. stuff. I'm pretty that they sure that's do. probably what it'll be. Um, they, I really enjoyed at the end of the trailer, they added the Court of Owls stuff that has a very horror feel to it. Um, I want that, but at the same time, I don't want it as an addition. Like, I, if I, there's a whole bunch of shit going on around Gotham that I'm taking care of and fighting with the characters, but then, but then. Oh, here's this creepy Court of Owls thing. Like, I, I, it needs to stay creepy Court of Owls thing and see how it fits into what everything that's happening right. around it. Uh, yeah, I kind of felt like that was going to be the main story. Right. Basically, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about the game. Yeah. Because the changes to the RPG elements are a little... Uh, in the, there was a thing in the demo where Robin would showed where it switched between her and uh, Robin 
and he takes down the guy silently. Well, it looks like the every time you take or when you take down certain characters, they have things they drop, and the stuff they drop is like components to you to being able to upgrade mm. your stuff. So don't love that. No, don't like don't like the crafting or the no. changing the RPG stuff. Um, I'm yeah, I'm gonna say I'm just cautiously optimistic. This is also another game I don't think is gonna release next year. I think now I say that. If this is if this that was legit, okay, this is the Halo thing. If that's legit, pre-alpha, then uh, show me something soon that's not pre-alpha. The only the only issues that I have, and I made this crack to you that you got defensive over, but it still applies. When you're making a game that's releasing on both generations of consoles, you're running the risk of causing issues with your game because yeah, you're releasing it on PS4 and on Xbox one. But if you're also trying to make this work on PS five and Xbox X, either X, the Xbox X and the PS five version are not going to be as potentially good as they could be. Or the other backed ones are going to just suffer from lack of being able to handle everything that you built it for, for the other generations. And that was my argument with you when you said it didn't look good. Like, cause graphically like the, her hair and like, I liked the environments, but there were like several graphical issues where I was like, oh, I hate this is releasing on two different generations. Oh, I didn't know that. that was well, that was my point I made in the text message that I said to you. Yeah, you know, I I cause, cause I, like I said, it looked better than Halo Infinite. Yeah, I only read about half of what I get. Right, I'm sure you do. That would explain every conversation we've ever had. <laughs> um, but my argument was it looked better than Halo Infinite, and they're both releasing on both generations of consoles. Yeah. So, But Halo Infinite was touted as a Xbox Series X thing, so it should have looked better than whatever they showed, and it didn't. But... I don't, if it's really pre-alpha and it really does come out in a year and we're late into this year. Mm -hmm. So a year I'm giving you holiday next year. You better show me way past pre-alpha yeah. looking better. And I'm sorry. I don't care what you have to do. You need to recast Batgirl with somebody who can do better voice acting than get Laura Bailey on there doing Batgirl. That would, I'd do that. would be pretty good. I'd be okay with that. I don't know who that is, but I agree. Um, the main uh, well first of all she played the bad guy in Last of Us 2 she was also the, uh, in Halo or not Halo Hello Neighbor no the Saw game the shooting Saw game we've talked about it twice today uh, Fortnite no Xbox um, Co Coalition Gears of War Gears of War yeah. she, she was she was the main lead yeah Kate, the, Kate. Cool. I mean, I like Laura Bailey. She's a really good actor. Oh, she also is um, Uncharted, Drake's wife. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Yeah, so like, get a better voice actor because I don't know, Robin. This looks weird. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, stop talking. Yeah. Which was weird because he threw a couple lines in. Like he was reacting to her. His sounded legit normal. But hers were just like, oh my God, please yeah. fix that. Please fix that. So we'll see. They got time. So hopefully. All right, sir. I appreciate you coming over and recording two episodes back to back. You are welcome. Um, 
It wasn't too bad. You got here. You've been here for three hours, hour and a half each. Sir, Wednesday? Yep, sounds good. All right. Good to see you. Good seeing you. Enjoy your games, people.